please do take a seat. Perfect timing around that. stuff up on the screen for me. That sounds great. Thank you. Thank you. <coughs> Acts 2 verse 38 says this. Repent and be baptised, each of you in the name of Jesus Christ for forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Kind of reminds me of a story from America. A woman returning home from her evening church service when she was startled by an intruder she caught the man in the act of robbing her home and its valuables and she yelled out, Stop! Acts 2, 38. The burglar stopped in his tracks. The woman calmly called the police and explained what she had done. As the officer cuffed the man to take him in, he asked the burglar, why did you just stand there? All the old lady did was yell a scripture at you. He replied, scripture? She said she had an axe and two thirty-eights. <laughs> Destiny. Who you are and who God calls you to be. Amanda, today you have made a decision that changes your life and changes your relationship with Jesus. Today, you move up a gear. Today, with your I do confession of love for Jesus as your Saviour and your King, you have moved from a present past relationship into a brand new lifestyle of present future. All of us in life will have collected baggage from our past and for some of us that baggage may yet still be weighing us down because we've not released it at the foot of the cross along the way. Amanda, your undertaking, your commitment, your vows today releases you, nay, I think requires you to move into a new mindset where you are no longer allowing stuff to come from your past that now affects your present future. You are now a present future woman of God. And your relationship with the Holy Spirit 
allows you to understand who you are now in Christ and who you are yet to become your destiny in how your loving Father in heaven has designed you. We have a partnership with the Holy Spirit to get us from who we are now to who we are becoming faster each year. That's why I'm saying move up a gear. So that we get back on track with our real identity about who God created us to be. And not limited by who we were or who we think we are or are. <coughs> Today you've been baptised. I'm so excited. <laughs> Symbolic of death resurrection in Christ Jesus. And then today, in a few moments, we're going to pray for you and anoint you with oil. And that there will be blessings way beyond our personal understanding and comprehension. You will be anointed in the name of the Father and of the Son <coughs> and of the Holy Spirit. But you see, when you're anointed, that the Holy Spirit is not only in you, but working in abundance within you, with a desire for it to be overflowing and cascading out from you. Your present future is who you are now. That's your identity. And who you are becoming is your destiny. You're a kind of paradox of identity and destiny. Knowing who you are now and knowing who you are becoming. And you're living in, the, in a way that makes your future more easily accessible because of your destiny. That means that we have access in our life's journeys in all our ups and downs, in our spring harvest mountaintop experiences, in the depth of our personal loneliness at any moment in time, through stuff that we have to go through. Yeah? We have access to all of God's possibilities and all of his solutions and the destiny of who he made us ultimately to be like. We have access to call on that. So you see, whenever the enemy is trying to get us to focus on what is wrong or what is to our detriment, Whenever we are under attack and the, the enemy questions our identity in Jesus, we have our destiny to call on and remind us of who we are in our identity in the midst of the trial and the valley. So be encouraged. When our identity needs some help 
and you go into the future and all the promises of God that is ever made for you or bestowed on you, it's your destiny that's going to ride to the rescue in your identity. Your destiny says, hi, hey, I'm you in the future and I'm coming to join with you in the present so that you can overcome this thing. It empowers you to discover the favours of God. It empowers you to rediscover the promises of God. And Amanda, I'm just going to remind you of just a fraction of those promises that he has made for you. <coughs> and actually, there are others of you here, aren't there? I'm directing everything at Amanda. <coughs> but there are promises that he has made for each and every one of us. Galatians 3, 26. I am a child of God. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 20. I am Christ's ambassador. How cool is that? John 3, 16. I am. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. I am a new creation. You are called and equipped to go after the righteous desires that God puts in your heart. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 27 says, I am the church and I exist for the world. You are your church. You are here amongst your church members and friends. And you are built for this world. You are a daughter of the King of Kings. How amazing is that? God has given you everything you need to do for everything that he has called you to do. He calls you not to compare yourself to other women because God has made each of us beautifully unique. Micah 6, verse 8. He calls on you to act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God. Through Christ, you are strong, you are gentle, you are fierce, and you are compassionate. 2 Timothy 4 verse 7, he reminds you to fight the good fight for what matters most. John 17 <coughs> verse 3 says, I have eternal life. Psalm 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. And there are hundreds more, Amanda. So, Amanda, you have embarked on an epic journey, an exciting adventure, and we, your church family, are honoured to come alongside you on this amazing adventure. 
So be encouraged. Be bold. We've talked about this before. <laughs> be bold. And know that your present future is your identity in Christ and your destiny is in your loving Heavenly Father. And all of his promises are yes and amen. <coughs> so be blessed. <coughs> and be a blessing to all you encounter on your journey.